We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How hot are you about uh, what's going on in college basketball right now? I'm not talking about the which, tournament. Which part? I'm talking about the, uh, the threat. To Pistol Pete Maravich's scoring record in college basketball. So, I'm glad you brought that up because... It's on the show sheet. I was going to do it. No, I know. Um, so, there's this kid, right, who, who plays at uh, Detroit Mercy, mm-hmm. right? Detroit and who Mercy. is but? Just so we're clear, Detroit Mercy this year is like 14 and 19. Yeah, they're but. They're but. So this, not good th- but, This bad kid but. is Antoine Davis. He has basically all season been threatening Pete Maravich's record, mm-hmm. all-time scoring record in the uh, NCAA, uh, you know, in four years. He scored 3,667 points in three years at LSU, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing considering the fact that he averaged almost 45 points a game. Mm-hmm. And Pistol Pete. And don't forget. And there was no three. And there was also freshmen couldn't play. If I right. remember correctly, that I think was the you're right era. about that. I think you were like it was like a JV squad. Yeah, or something. I don't think freshmen could play in college basketball until like seventy two or seventy three. Right. I actually think the only, I think what brought that up was the ABA and the pressure from losing college basketball players. If I remember, yeah, I I don't remember. So I was negative thirteen, but I remember the story <laughs> a lot. Well, anyway, so Antoine Davis, he's a, a fifth year senior at Detroit Mercy. His dad actually was a coach at UAB. Do you know the story? So his dad was at UAB for mm-hmm. like three years. He played there too. His dad took this job. He then transferred to uh, Detroit Mercy. And because of COVID, it allowed uh, Antoine Davis to have an extra year. So mm-hmm. he had five years. And so Pete Maravich obviously did this in three. Antoine Davis trying to do this in five. He had 36-42 going into last night's game. So he needed to score 26 points against Youngstown State to break the record. And this was in the um, uh, the conference tournament. The Horizon League The Horizon tournament. Conference Tournament. Yeah. yeah. So they lost the game last night, and they're 14-19, they're so their season's pretty much over, right? And so- Davis had his final shot. He had a three, and he hits the— Yeah, it, but that, it, it, that was still only got him 25. Well, but, well, but it would have pulled him—no, wouldn't have tied it up? No, he needed 26. No, you're right. Yeah, a three yeah, okay. would have tied it. Okay. You're right. I'm sorry. 
because he needed 26. You always to, carry the two. You forgot yeah, to carry two. He needed this time. 26 okay. points to take the lead. 25 would have tied it. Mm-hmm. He did miss a three at the buzzer to then uh, to not get the record. But here's the thing. So like the reports are now today that uh, the CBI, you know, there's a million of these, these college basketball tournaments because we have a million teams. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with it. I, kids want to play. That's fine. But they're, they don't deserve to be in a conference or a, a, a tournament. I mean, they're 14 mm-hmm. 19. Yeah, like they're, they're a terrible. bad they're but. Horizon League team. As Nick would say, they're dookie. They are dookie. They are butt. Bad butt, as some would say. So anyway, there's talks that maybe they would get invited to like the CBI because this would create some some news and some buzz. I got to say, it's a bunch of BS. Yeah. Not that I care that much about it, but I mm-hmm. do have a couple of friends who've been texting me about it because they've been following and they're like, yeah, this is kind of weak, man. The guy's going to be there five years and Pete did it in three, averaging 45 a game. I mean, this kid, Antoine Davis, it's, he's a really good player. He's scoring 25 a game. So let me start with this. Go ahead. Pistol Pete had it for 53 years. That's as long as you can reasonably expect to have any record in sports. That record will will stay up there for all times, 53 <clears throat> years as the college basketball scoring record. Um, I think because of... The uh, extra year COVID, it wouldn't surprise me if this kid's, uh, if this record stayed only for a couple of years, because there are guys who have just been playing for friggin' ever in college basketball at this point. And by the way, that's going to run on for the next couple of years. So, yeah, I think the reaction to this, like, listen, should any of us pay attention to the CBI if they invite Detroit and this this dodo hits a three-pointer and then the second shot is a three-pointer and he takes it? No. I also think 53 years is a hell of a long time to have the record. And, I mean... Yeah, but this I, kid's not even... I mean, I don't even think oh, he's no. an NBA player. No, I don't. He's barely a college player. Well, I mean, he's, 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 like, he's scoring 25 Division One basketball. I think you're a decent college player. Uh, okay, compared to you and me, yes, but in terms no, of like the pantheon of, I mean, of college on, it's basketball, tough to, it's tough to score in college basketball. Twenty-five a game is a lot. Uh, okay, all right. I mean, he's a decent player. He's like six three, one hundred sixty pounds though. He's not going to play in the NBA. Yeah, I just it. He's he's non remarkable. Like in the, in the well, that's fair in the in the history of um, college basketball, he isn't a pimple on the butt cheek of college basketball. But why, why should only elite college players hold records? Like, Pete Maravich then turned around, went to the NBA, and for a 10-year period till he tore up his knee, Pistol Pete was scoring 30, 35 points a game. So his infamy is he was a, I mean, Louisiana high school basketball legend. He was a college legend, and then for the first 10 years of his career, he was an NBA legend. So he's got a legacy. This it like losing this? Oh, and then, by the way, his college legacy is you were the leading you were the highest scoring player in basketball, college basketball history for 53 years. I think that's okay. Why why do only great players that we why why could, should only the Tim Duncans or the Grant Hills or the Pete Maraviches or the Kareems? Why should they? This is the, the this dude is going to be You sound out of your mind on this topic. Why? Or how? Or when? Or what or where? Well, you don't see the idea that this guy did it in 3 and has this had this record for 53 years. Yeah, and times are changing. He's an all-time great player in general, right? NBA as well. Yeah. So you think that this this kid deserves to break this record? How many people gave a living crap about this record? Because no one's been close. Three, okay. So doesn't that in and of itself make it remarkable, whether he did it in five years, three years, or one year? No. It's 
it it's a record that stood for 53 years. Doesn't matter how you get to it. Yeah. If you are challenging it, that record, is it not significant? In those 53 years, we haven't had a pandemic that allowed players an extra year of eligibility. Oh well, sorry, Charlie. Them's the breaks. Okay. That year, that the year that we're talking about, he also probably didn't get to play a full year, so he was given an extra year for a reason. One of the years of his college experience were completely interrupted, including a time where he could have used to put himself in a position earlier to challenge this record. 216-578-0092. Jason Pinkston coming up at 3. Alex Sherman coming up at 340. Daryl Ryder coming up at and, 6. And, and none, of his, none of his career has been interrupted. So he's, he's played five years. Antoine Davis of Detroit Mercy is three points short of the all-time college basketball men's scoring record. He's played 30 games, 30 games, 22 games, 29 games, 33 games. And people are furious. Because you're out of your mind. That the CBI might extend him, uh, his team. It would team. be the most BS breaking of a record I've ever seen in my life. It, it, we, and I'm the, not the record isn't the, even that important. And the kid's a good player. I'm just. The record isn't even that important. Yeah, he's cheating the Do system. Do you guys have an cheating issue? How about that? We'll put it this way. Should the CBI or should any tournament invite Antoine Davis and Detroit Mercy to their tournament just so this kid can have a chance to break the all-time scoring record that stood for 53 years from Pistol Pete? We are debating the uh, the story out of college basketball. Uh, Antoine Davis of Detroit Mercy, who has a team that is not good, Uh they are there's a public push led by Mike Davis Detroit Mercy's coach to get an additional game to get into one of these tournaments so that uh Antoine who is uh 3 points shy of tying Pistol Pete Maravich's all-time college basketball record for uh, men's college basketball that he can have a chance to break the record and i guess my thing is cuz you're the the overall logic from you is well, it's three seasons versus five seasons, which I can get. But, like, do we look at the all-time home run record and say, it's really Babe Ruth's record? Because he he, he he made, he hit 60 home runs in 150 games. Yeah, it's not even, to me, it's not even like comparing the two. It's a little different. I, I just feel like, like, Pistol Pete did this mm -hmm. in three years. He averaged almost 20 points more a game than a San Antoine Davis kid. Mm -hmm. And also didn't have a three-pointer. Well, but like, what's the significance of the record that it's so sacrosanct we should protect it at all costs? Oh, I don't think we should protect it. If he got the record last night. I'd be like, okay, good for the kid. I well, just, I, I think, well, it, but like, I think it's kind of BS that a team's fourteen and nineteen, and they're trying to get, put him in a tournament so the kid can break the record. A lot of fourteen and nineteen teams are going to be in the CBI. <laughs> it's like the fifth rung. It's like the fifth rung. And by the way, it's a brilliant play if you're the the CBI. Somebody might actually watch the CBI. Come watch so. this record that has stood for 53 years and stay for some really crappy basketball. It's, I, so it's funny. My, my dad, who listens to the show all the time, he just texts me. He's like, just by the way, I, he goes, I have the Bethany College record dating back 51 years, field goal percentage in a season. Now I went and looked. He does. See he that? shot 63% from the field individual, in 1973. See, that record, that kind of record, yeah. much more impressive to me. That's held up 51 years. Well, and it's single season. Sorry, so, James Wallace. So single season, you know, the difference between 30 games and 35 games. Um, I just think that's like, that's where I would care more. But like scoring is an accumulation stat. Like, I just, I, I just kind of feel like I, I, it feels a little old men screaming at the clouds kind of thing.
if we say, ah, don't put him into the tournament, to, uh, CBI, it's unfair. Unfair to who? Well, it's unfair to Pistol Pete. He's dead. Been dead for a while no, now. His estate. I don't think he had any kids. Even then. If I was a ghost for 25 years, again, I, I think the central logic here is 53 years is is like well beyond the means of of like your normal record holding, right? Mm-hmm. And also, here's the other thing. If it if this directly played into the conversation of who is the greatest college basketball player of all time, I might be a little bit more hot in the shorts about it. It's not. Like when we talk about greatest college basketball player of all time, I don't even know Pistol Pete's in the top five. It's Kareem from that era is. I'd probably say Bill Walton's ahead of him in that conversation. Maybe I'm just a, a UCLA snob. But like, yeah, uh, uh, David Thompson out of NC State, probably uh, 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 like, I guess my thing is, this is a pretty inconsequential record, right? Like it's, I, I think it's a pretty big record. It's not like, um, like in the NFL, we determine the GOAT almost exclusively because of how many Super Bowls that you play in, right? Yeah. So that matters to some, uh, to a great deal of people, more than the overall passing records, like the, you know, who has the most uh, all-time passing so yards. according to a couple lists I found, by the way, Pistol Pete is uh, top five all-time. All right, but is player. he top three? Uh, this list has been number two mm. behind uh, Lou Alcindor. Mm. So is Lou he gonna, Alcindor. Is he going to fall to three it, when Antoine Davis breaks his record in the CBI? Number three is Oscar Robertson. So that's a no. 216-578-0092. Walton. Mitch, welcome uh, to the show, Russell. Mitch. What you got? Hey, listen, first of all, I want to say it's a big record, um, and I hope the kid does get into the CBI and breaks it. Also, what we're not also mentioning is, even though he played two less years, he took 21 more shots. Even though without a three-point line, that's so significant. I think he took like over 100 more shots than the kid from Detroit Mercy. Are you so saying that Pistol deal. Pete? Are you saying Pistol Pete was a ball hog? Hey, you tell me if somebody shoots 42 shots a game. You mm. tell me if that's a bull hog or not. Mm, you I, tell me. I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I'm just talking out of the side of my neck. But I think it is a bull hog. He did what he had to do to make his team win. Obviously, the kid from Detroit Mercy did, but they didn't win enough. And you guys said that he was butt. So he was butt. His team was butt, I should say. He was great. Every year he played, he averaged more than 25 points a game, mm. even as a freshman. Mm. That's amazing stats. How do those stats yeah, feel, Dustin? 20, Feels great. Well, Dustin doesn't, you know, Dustin's a hater right now. I'm I, not a I, hater. I the dude, the, what Pistol Pete did was unbelievable. Yeah. Inefficient. Can I also say this, Nick? Yes. Nick, can I also say this? Maybe. The kids from Detroit. Detroit's also from, in Michigan. You know what Dustin went? Dude, I, I have no... Right oh, oh Mitch. First off, Mitch. Mitch, you, it, your it, assumption. This, we this onion. Give me a chance to rebuttal. Because he got the win. He, he got get, the win. He didn't get the dub. First off, I love Detroit. I do. I go there at least once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. On purpose? Uh, usually it's work-related. But okay. either way, I, li- I like downtown Detroit. Mm-hmm. It's it's coming around. Big fan of Greek town. Mm-hmm. like the casinos. You like like, I like uh, the food. You like the suburbs of Detroit. That's I usually like, what I people like. Little like Caesar's about Pizza. Come on. Yeah. Leave me alone. I got I no just, problem against the state just, of Michigan. I just, I just don't think, like the University of Michigan. I just think Mitch unpacked the onion for us, and I think uh, I think we realized Pistol Pete was an inefficient player, and uh, Antoine uh, is a grinder. Like here's the other part of this. 
I kind of like that Antoine is going to be able to hang his hat on this record for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, he's got, this kid's probably going to get some mileage out of this in his life. And this was merely one record that Pistol Pete set. So what's your solution? Other than holding uh, Detroit Mercy out of the CBI in pure spite of Antoine Davis. Just pure hatred just pure of this hatred. young man. Yeah, okay. Um, what's, what's your suggestion? Have, should we have an asterisk? Should we do an asterisk to this? No, there's no asterisk. If he gets it, he gets it. I'm just thinking that it's it's. Are you going to scream he, illegitimate? If he didn't get it holder. in the regular season, in their conference tournament, and the team stinks, then okay, you've had five years and you still fell short. Will you get the state of Georgia to try and overturn you, you you, the CBI? You should game. not be able to break a, a record that's been there for 53 years by an all-time legend in a on a conference tournament called the CBI. All right, well, I mean, hypothetically, didn't Pistol Pete set his record in a postseason tournament? Probably so. Okay, are we assuming it's the NCAA tournament? It was. Are you sure? 100%. Because it seems like you're bullcrapping me right now. I don't know why no, I said it like that. No, it was the NCAA tournament. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Uh, you guys, did you guys watch any of that game last night against uh, Youngstown State? Uh, I thought you were talking about the, any of Pistol Pete's no, games. I did not watch uh, any of Pistol I, I, I didn't have the streaming on my phone. No, okay. Dustin hates Antoine Davis, so that's no, why I he didn't Antoine watch Davis. the game. I'm, I'm a big Youngstown State fan. Well, you, um, you would both probably want to watch it before you give your opinions. Hmm. Um, I, I would never that? root for a guy like that in a, in a system like that to get it that way, I guess, if that makes sense. Please uh, so tell, elaborate, so what, show your work. So are you impressed by the kid? I'm not at all. Yeah, the no. opposite. Oh, you're not at all. Um, okay. Um, you no, know, it was uh, some of the shots were, I mean, unjustified. There was no offense run. It was clearly about him the entire game. And uh, and I felt bad for the team, really, because they probably should have won that game. They outplayed him overall uh, on the boards, everyone on both sides of the ball. All right. And, uh, Jimmy, and Jimmy real quick here. Yep. Uh, you do realize that Pistol Pete went to play for his dad and then Pistol Pete pretty much did the same thing. Again, all-time great Probably. score. I'm not, I'm not, but like yep. Pistol Pete had the record by like 500 points for like 50 years because yeah. that's kind of his game. And I'm not just saying that because Mitch pointed out some great stats about it earlier. Yep. yep. All right, Jimmy, we appreciate you, buddy. You got it. So Jimmy also doesn't like Antoine Davis, just like you. Barry, welcome hey, to the show. Yeah, I don't know anything about Antoine Davis. I have no bias towards him, but I do tell you this. I mean, if Pete did it in that short of a time frame, here's the thing. He was three points shy the last game. That was your shot. You didn't do it. Tough. That's the end of the story as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. Yeah, but, but not really. If there's an opportunity, so should this kid. Actually, this is a great point. So if Detroit Mercy is offered a playoff spot by the CBI, should they That's turn the it down? Just because of ethics or because of some, you know, high-minded, high road way? By the way, Pistol Pete did it in the regular season where he broke the record. Just saying. If they're offered it, then the team should take it. I mean, obviously, okay. but it has nothing yeah, to do with it. You know what? That's the fine. Kids. They you can take it. The they, they could win whatever, or he could win. Barry, uh, we appreciate you. So are you telling me Pistol Pete didn't even go to the, the playoffs? No, oh, so wow. when he actually broke the record. Yeah. Oh, and the, no, in the regular season. Oh, no, I got you. did okay. in the regular season, okay. he, and then he added to, to okay. the total. But I'm saying when he actually um, broke the record, that his held up. Are we post caring about stats? Because I got to oh, be I honest. With, look, no, I think we don't care. I, I think that um, you know tomorrow we don't talk about this unless Antoine Davis in, in the 
Detroit Mercy basketball team mm-hmm. makes it into the CBI. I think we'll talk about it then. Well, but- I, I, Listen, we just had LeBron James break the all-time scoring record in the NBA, mm-hmm. and it was a hot topic, and it was like fun to watch going into it. And now that's been about a month or three weeks, and no one's talking about it. No one cares. Doesn't it feel like everything other than like yearly stats or maybe like the accumulative averages don't matter anymore? Mm. And I'm talking about like all sports. And it's not just it's not just like um, stats. I don't care about N- NBA MVPs anymore. I, no. I read a I read a great piece the other day that said we've never had more data. We've never been smarter as NBA fans, and the NBA MVP conversation has never been dumber. It was a great piece. I cannot think of the author off the top of my head, but I agreed with everything he said because we're talking like Joel Embiid. People talked themselves out of giving him the NBA MVP last year. And this happens all the time. Like, uh, how many times has LeBron not been the MVP? Because, well, for him, it was a down year. He's the best player in the NBA that year. Oh, well, but somebody scored more points per game. That didn't mean they were more valuable. For for a decade, LeBron was the, and maybe that's even more than this, a decade plus, he was the most valuable player in the NBA. Well, records are the same damn way. Like, accumulation records... when 50 years ago they played, you know, eight years of football was like the max career on average. Mm-hmm. And then 25 years ago, it was maybe 10 years, 11 years. And now we got guys, I'm talking about the max level of careers, playing upwards of 13, 14, 15, 16 years. So should we care about any stats? Or are there any stats that you look at and you still say I don't say care about stats until a record is broken or someone approaches a record, and then we talk about it, then we move on. So, like, what are the stats that could compel you to care? Because I'll be honest with you, I don't think anybody gives a damn about this record specifically. No, I think people care about championships. All right. But, like, all right, so um, the all-time home run record. Don't care. Because that was forever. That was, like, the pinnacle. Yeah, that was like the only record in sports sports that mattered. There was one thought I had on the the records thing. We're talking about the Antoine Davis (coughs) Detroit Mercy thing. Yes. My hottest take on records is I, as a fan, care far more about team records and the quality and the chase of those team records than I do about league records. Like, Miles Garrett breaking Clay Matthews' all-time sack record means something to me. I was looking earlier today. Nick Chubb next year, if he rushes for, I think it's 1,100 yards or more, he'll move into second place all time behind Jim Brown. I want that for him. So my relationship to records now is whether I like a guy or whether I think a guy is great or not, Mm -hmm. I like like to see where guys stack up in team history. And by the way, it's not just... Like, I, I remember following LeBron's scoring records early and before he became the Cavs' all-time scoring record because it meant something to me at the time, and it still kind of means something. But, like, now, like, I kinda, I like the idea of Kevin, Ken Evan Mobley, right? He came into the uh, NBA at 19. If he plays here, let's see, LeBron played here, what, 11 years all told? If Evan played his whole career here, I'd love it if he could at least threaten LeBron's Cavs' scoring record. Or if you could find, like, that to me is more what matters than, or like, uh, what was the other one? Uh, the 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 Guardians, well, now, uh, once upon a time, Indians um, home run record, that mattered to me more than baseball's home run record. Because at least I knew, 
the quality of the and the caliber of the individuals who I liked, who I didn't like, mm-hmm. more so than like what just kind of feels like. Like I don't feel like records have any attachment to the fans because I don't think sports make an attachment. Like baseball didn't has has like the most timid way of embracing home run records. They sweep in they swoop in at the last second to get their you know Rob Manfred's photo op and that's it. I kind of feel the same way. Like the NBA, oh yeah, it was a really cool. It like came and it went. The weirdest thing about LeBron breaking the NBA scoring record was they stopped the game when there was like six seconds left to go in the third quarter. Which is still stupid. It was 10 seconds, and they stopped it for like 15 minutes. Yeah. To, to then come back. For, roll the ball out roll for, the six ball seconds. for six seconds. And take a break. Then take another TV timeout. Uh, 216-578-0092. Do you care about records? As a fan, do you care about records the way that maybe you cared about it 10 years ago? Or just if you're when you were younger. Unless you're like 18, then you're not really going to have a frame of reference on that. So I mentioned the Guardians. Well, there, there's a guardian that stepped way out of line. Thank God it's not a Cleveland guardian. Have you seen the latest story from the XFL? So you mentioned this to me last night in our DMs, and uh, I read a little bit about it this morning. Uh, why don't you tell the folks? All right. So the uh, Orlando Guardians of the XFL cut quarterback Quentin Dormady after he allegedly gave an opposing team plays from the Guardians playbook. So how this happens is the team heard about it, which, by the way, subterfuge on subterfuge. Then they investigated it, and then they released Dormady. And here's the best part. They also removed his stats from the XFL website. There's cutting someone, and And then then there is... scrubbing your history of anything to do with the league. I mean, the only time I've ever seen anything like this is when the NFL tried to steal a tackle from you. Well, they did. Yeah, that's well. No, they they tried to. They're not gonna. Well, ESPN is not relinquished the tackle. Yeah, they're not gonna. They're not gonna hold up. All right, that's all I'm gonna say. I don't even know how you get around to and like. Listen, the XFL, the competitiveness isn't the you know like the 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 incentive to win is not in the XFL anywhere close to what it is in the NFL. Why do I feel like this is actually more like just thinking about it out loud? Why do I feel like this isn't? This might be more prevalent than we realize. I mean, maybe at that level, mm-hmm. it's more prevalent. I just don't think you'd see it in the NFL. So the closest thing There's we have in the NFL, the, line. the closest thing we have in the NFL is you get cut, take your playbook to the other team. Well, yeah, I mean, nowadays it, most of the playbooks are on iPads, and you have to turn those in. That's so, I mean, fair. You, you could copy and copy stuff, and you know, store it somewhere else. I'm but now what you do sure. is you just like teams will pick you up in the bye week heading into the other game, and you'll just – part of the, the the trade for the paycheck is you're going to tell us everything we want to know about Yeah, the and that's fine. That's, yeah. that's all fair. I mean, if you don't want that player to give the other team information, don't cut mm-hmm. the player. So it's important that we play the next bit of sound, which is Orlando Guardians uh, head coach, former – a longtime cornerback uh, for Miami. I think Green it's Bay Terrell for Buckley? a little bit. Terrell Buckley, yeah, who – uh, this weekend, he went a little viral, and his team was getting their heads kicked in. And uh, here's what uh, Terrell Buckley had to say. Welcome back to Orlando. Here with Coach Buckley. Coach, how do you change this momentum? We got to get different guys in. There. Obviously, we got I got guys out there that are not competing, that are not making plays. So we got to get people in there, young men that want to play. 
that want to compete and make plays. I just saw you walk up and down this sideline and look some guys in their faces. What did you see out of your team? I'm seeing guys not performing. Look at the scoreboard. They got to perform. All right, maybe, and that sound courtesy of ESPN, maybe they're giving away the playbook because the dude's saying this on national television. Oof. Like, tell me you're not prepared to be a head coach at any level without telling me you're not prepared to be a head coach at any I, level. I can't with imagine that. that went over very well in the locker room. So and I, these guys are not, they're in the XFL. Okay. Uh-huh. So they're not bought in. They're just trying to get a paycheck and they're trying to get themselves back to the NFL. Yep. Which theoretically, wouldn't you play harder in the XFL than in the NFL? I mean, I'd play hard every snap I could ever play. Well, but like my point is like, wouldn't you, isn't it easier to buy in in the XFL, when you're when you're selling two things, you're not making the kind of money, so there's not the individualism that there is in the NFL. And then the second thing is, uh, you want a shot at the NFL, right? So like to 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 go ahead and have bad uh, team chemistry or to have a bad environment, a bad locker room. What do you want to say in the XFL? You have to actively piss people off, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you have to really piss people off. Right. I just want to know why this dude gave the the plays. Like, did he did he screenshot actual plays? And like, what was the incentive? Did somebody offer you an extra meal ticket? To oh hey, I'll get you. I'm gonna get you an extra Jack and Coke after the game, if you go ahead and slide two plays across the table. And what honestly, I mean, you I could get a playbook from anybody today and just because you have the playbook doesn't mean you know the game plan that's a really good point here I just and okay there's a lot of layers to this how does this guy not know if you get caught doing this your your career is over yeah like not just career like I mean people are gonna look at you as a shady dude like forever well like okay a lot of players when they're um when they're done playing they'll want to go and be coaches right I don't care this is in the XFL. Are you going to tell me this doesn't follow you around? If Quentin Dormady wants to be a, a coach, you tell me this doesn't follow you around? Oh, and, and for those who don't know, um, the Guardians are 0-2 in the XFL. So, dude did this. This would be like Johnny Manziel. Will they be scrubbing Terrell Buckley from the website soon? He keeps talking that way, yeah. You ever hear anything like this in your playing days? No, and, and not from a certainly not from a head coach. Oh, I was talking more about like just oh about the players the giving trying the plays. yeah players trying to screw teams that they were actively on because that's the crazy part. Oh no, I have not. Yeah, there's only one way to handle this, right? The Rock, Terrell Buckley, Quentin Dormady, cage match, Instagram live. <laughs> Seriously, I actually think. Like make it a make make it more viral. And honestly, if you could have like uh, I, this is so the XFL does a great job of the in-game access. Mm-hmm. This have it be on the Guardians the 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 Orlando Guardians um, YouTube because I'm assuming all XFL teams have their own YouTube channel. Put it there. All right. Player in Browns history. You would if you okay uh, if some if you were to accuse anybody in Browns history of going full Quentin Dormady, who is the most likely candidate? Allegedly. Oh, I know. I can't call somebody out like that. It's Johnny Manziel. It's okay. not even hard. 
Johnny Manziel would absolutely, and he wouldn't do it on purpose. He was just a screw-up. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.